in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Topic Thunder. Here from the Top 10 Show, I'm John Roca. Uh, I am Matt Nost. This is a show where our patrons over patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10, they can send in questions or topics. We talk about whatever comes up, and it's your turn to start this time. Oh, yeah. Let's jump into it. Uh, Let's see. Our first question comes to us from Lawrence Witt out there in the U.K., uh, he said, hi guys, I had a question for topic thunder. I have a love for guilty pleasure monster movies, which I know are a bit rubbish. For example, I know critters is not the best film in the world, but I thoroughly enjoy that film. I also have a love for ghoulies and Q the winged serpent and other similarly schlocky monster movies. What are your guilty pleasures when it comes to movies? Thanks guys. And stay well. Um, what the fuck is Q the Winged Serpent? Have you never seen Q the Winged Serpent? Oh, it's a nutty ass fucking movie. I can't think Q the Winged Serpent. <laughs> what? What? Uh Q oh, dude, that sounds does he hang out with Cthulhu or however the <laughs> knockoff? It came out in nineteen eighty two. Uh, and let me read you the quick, and this has got a decent rating. NYPD detective Shepard and Powell are working on a bizarre case of a ritualistic Aztec murder. Meanwhile, something big is attacking people of New York and only greedy small time crook. Jimmy Quinn knows where the lair is of this animal. And it's stars Michael Moriarty, David Carradine, Richard Roundtree, uh, amongst a few other kind of notable, not notable, but you might know them if you saw them randomly in something, uh, people in this thing. So, <laughs> Q the Winged Serpent. You don't remember this movie. That's surprising to me. All right. Looking at stills and whatnot from it now, this thing looks bonkers. <laughs> totally bonkers, man. <laughs> Absolutely bonkers, dude. Yeah. Um, this was a weird, weird time for movies, man. You've never heard of this. How, like, with a name that distinctive, how is that possible? <laughs> Q, the winged serpent. Tell me that doesn't excite any six-year-old that hears it. It's true. Rolls off the tongue. Rolls off the tongue. Oh, what is that about? It's a winged <laughs> so, Oh, my God. I mean, I love uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Right, I right. I love course. that movie. Right, right. It's so terrible. It's fantastic. And uh, then there's what? There's uh like you say, critters, ghoulies. Uh, what's the one with the the? Dude, wow, have you ever seen Velocipaster? The, no. Uh, what's his face? Somebody, one of the guys uh, over there at Shmoda Entertainment Network, I see, and they were doing a watch along of that movie, Velocipaster. It's yeah. so terrible. It's amazing. <laughs> Is it like Wolf Cop? Because I heard Wolf Cop was okay, but this one might seen, be better. I haven't seen Wolf Cop. Okay. All right. This, uh, there's, I mean, I don't want to spoil. There's one part that I died laughing at because <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, right. it's great. All right. Uh, the loss of past. 
Toxic uh, Avenger, I always liked. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. All the trauma stuff was fun to watch when you were a kid or a teenager and rented that VHS. Um, there was what, like I said, it was Ghoulies, Critters. There was Chud. Remember Chud? Yeah, uh, I remember, remember Chud. Chud. It was fun. Um, what was the other one? I can't remember the one with the basket. Like they had the basket, like there was something in the basket. And I can't remember. No, uh, I don't know that, that one. one was. Um, what was What's the name that? of that one? There was you know, do you, all right. Well, anyway, the question is like, what are your favorite guilty pleasure type movies? Like, do you have a genre that you go to that has more guilty pleasures than others? So, just in general, yeah, it's what I, it seems. I, I don't know. Question is, uh, I don't know because if I like it, I like it. So it's not really a guilty pleasure. Okay. Uh, even if it's awful, it's just like yeah, but it's my kind of awful, so that's fine. Right. Uh, well, do, you, do you have any guilty pleasures at all that you can? I'm sure uh, I do. How about okay. you? <laughs> Give like me a second to think. I just thought it was like, oh, I had the killer clowns and I had the other. And I thought we were going like horror movie monster. We could do that. I mean, so my I, brain was all set for that. <laughs> we can go wherever we want to go, man. We can go wherever we want. It's our show. Well, yeah, we, um, can. we can. Well, what about just in general? Do you have any? Yeah, I mean, like, let's see. There's some terrible movies that I love, and I can't explain why I love them. I've always said this, A Million Ways to Die in the West. Can't explain why I love it. Um, uh, uh, Hudson Hawk, I've talked about that. Staying Alive, you know, I just got to interview Frank Stallone. I got to talk to him about doing Staying Alive, the soundtrack for it, and all the drama around that. It's, you know, it's that sequel to Saturday Night Fever. Um, What I mean, pretty much all the Police Academy movies are guilty pleasures. Dude, some of those are god awful. You got to yeah. that. They are all oh, yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. Look, like, Transformers are guilty pleasure movies. I know these are not well constructed films, but I can't tell you why I just enjoy the shit out of them. You yeah, know? but they make three billion a piece. So they, it's not yeah. a guilty pleasure. Like Hudson okay. Hawk. All right. All right. It, it was supposed to be big. It flopped. Everybody hated it. And you're like, ah. My brain doesn't work when it comes to that movie, is what yeah. you're saying. That's yeah. what I read between those lines. Uh, Look, I, I don't get to name my guilty pleasures when you, so you get to make fun of them, and you don't get to throw in <laughs> some chips too, buddy. You got to throw in. Some chips too. Uh, <laughs> what what is like Hudson Hawk that was a flop, but I got I really enjoy. Fuck, I don't know. There's got to be a million of those. Okay, Why let me let I- me throw some out here. What about Anaconda? Do you like Anaconda? It's fine. All right, Big Trouble Little China was a flop. Was it? Yeah, I don't know. That was a VHS tape to me. I have no idea what box office was. So that to yeah. me was a big movie. Bloodsport. Bloodsport didn't do well. A lot of people think, like a lot of normal thinking people think that movie is absolutely terrible, but people love it. But at the same time, who it's designed for, they love it, right? Yes, right. So I think who Hudson Hawk was designed for, by and large, hated it. Yes. The comedy it was designed for, yes, a thousand percent. Uh, so I think Bloodsport is utterly successful for those that like those types of movies. Like, no, that's not a bad move. Yeah. Trust me, I can show you other ones that I've watched that are dog shit. That's a good movie. What about Clue? A lot of people love Clue, but Clue didn't do well in the box office. Okay. Uh, yeah, I like saying? Clue. Okay. I like Clue. I think I've only seen one of the two endings. Oh, right, 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 right. I might have seen both. I don't know. I, I know I watched it more when they didn't know that there were two endings. And they were far enough distance apart, so maybe I wasn't paying attention. And one time, because I've already seen the other ending two or three times, they're like, ah, "I know this movie." Yeah, uh, yeah. It made it made fifteen fourteen point six million dollars, and it was made for fifteen million dollars. So, 
However you want to rationalize this, that is a guilty pleasure movie because it did not do well at the box office. True. Although I bet you it's made its money back at this point, whereas oh, yeah. Hawk might still not have. And then some. But the critic the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes is 65%, so it wasn't a beloved movie in any way. Clue? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it needs to be worse. I think critics need to. Like, what's it? What's it Hawk? 2030s? <laughs> yeah, Tutsunok is like probably down in the teens, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's much more of a guilty pleasure. I can quote that fucking movie. That's how deep I am in the hole for that movie. My brother loved it when we, really? when we came out. He fucking loved it. And I was like, I don't understand with the singing and the. Yeah. Did, did we need to see his Chris Gaines Bruno character really do a movie? No. <laughs> no, I, no, we didn't. Oh man, uh, yeah, that's thirty percent on the Rotten t- Tomato. Yeah, movie. that's. I think you're in the sweet spot right there, and you're. What's the audience score on that? Fifty six percent. Fifty six. Yeah, it's not it's bad. Not, it's not too bad. It's, it's bad. about fifty. It's about fifty. Sure. Uh, what about I'm Johnny gonna... Mnemonic? Do you like Johnny Mnemonic? Did you like that film? I didn't like that. Film. I didn't like that movie. Okay. All right. Ooh. Con Air. What about the, uh, yeah, did you ahead. see Virtuosity? Oh, God. Yeah, I didn't like that movie. I enjoyed that in the theater. I haven't seen it forever, but I enjoyed it in the theater. Denzel. I remember that walking out and I was like, Russell Crowe, Denzel, that was pretty good. <laughs> you know what? That's good. That's good. It's an interesting idea. You know, it's an interesting You should love it. It's robot overlords <laughs> trying to take over, and yet we thwart them. I like what you did there. <laughs> uh, but I imagine, I mean, it's got to be terrible. Yeah, I, I just yeah, I just think it was an undercooked plot. Like I was just like, this seems just a, an excuse to put these two dudes in a movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas the later when it, when uh, Denzel and uh, well, I guess uh, yeah, Russell and Denzel are in Virtuosity, yeah, right? Gangster. So it's a yeah. lot better movie, American Gangster. Um, well, but it was also trying to be Virtuosity was supposed to be like you know a Total Recall type of true. That's the true. expectation level, the Con Airs, the. Yeah, uh, that type of world is is what we're aiming for on this. Who directed that? Brett Leonard. Who the fuck is Brett Leonard? Oh you wow, know. a lot of people in that one. Kaylee Cuoco's in that fucking movie. Tracy Lords. Wow. Um, I was gonna say Con Air, but Con Air made two hundred twenty four million dollars in the theater, yeah. so that's not a. It was huge in the theater. I remember it was a, one of the summer movies. Yeah. Ooh, what about Face Off? Is face off a guilty pleasure? Like a lot of people. I think most people enjoy it. They yeah. are into those movies. Like I'm one of the people that I hate. I fucking hate that movie. Yeah. I used to champion that movie. Say it's the best thing that John Woo did stateside, but like you can't watch that movie now. It is so it, fucking bad. It's it fucking grossed me out. The face palm, the family does to each other. That, that that's their calling card who just open palms, their sweaty fucking paw and rubs it across a loved one's face. And that's how they knew each other. Like what oh. the fuck? Oh, I love you. Like <laughs> were our ancestors all blind and like, passed down. Is that a cultural thing from whatever village we came from in the old country? What the fuck is that? Face off. And they're Ooh. both hamming it the fuck up oh yeah both of them were just like oh yeah just indulge your indulge yeah. your worst that was instincts. russ crow and virtuosity was just chewing oh, yeah. scenery yeah i liked it though <laughs> you liked his version of chewing scenery better well i mean no there's you know different flavors yeah well no one chews better than nicholas cage really but in this one i, I think it's a step too far um what about oh. howard the duck man 
That's a guilty pleasure. Some people do defend that movie. I I hated it as a kid. Me too. Me too. Absolutely horrific, that movie. So I have no intent of ever going back to watching. I've seen it twice. I know that for sure. Right. But I fucking hated it. I would wanted to love it. But yeah, I wanted to love it too because it's because George Lucas produced it and you thought for sure. Uh, but no, it was terrible. And you know, it's so funny nowadays, Matt. You know, I know, I know you probably don't read a lot of the news sites and the inter- entertainment news sites or whatever. And or maybe you do, I don't know. But like, uh, it's so frustrating to keep seeing uh, so many of these sites that are desperate for clicks and they're revisiting these movies that are universally accepted as terrible. And mm-hmm. trying to defend them, like, I, oh, I know. Well, it's, it's not as bad as you think, and you're just like, "What?" I know. Here's why you're wrong about, and you're like, "Yeah." So, so your idea to win me over in the argument is to call me a dunce from the start. Yeah, for not getting it, not getting yeah. the brilliance of this movie. Yeah, way to build bridges there. Apparently, you built that with flaming logs. Come on over. Fuck you. Fuck you. Good luck. Across. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah i mean i i love bibs but that uh that podcast of his where they go after these like terrible movies and try to honestly tell you that they love them i just i, I just i can't figure yeah, it out i can't put my brain around it it's is as much and it's not much but as much as i know about bibs yeah it seems like what he's into yeah oh, he's totally yeah, he's honest yeah 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 so yeah it's it's like okay that's what bibs does i like that mm-hmm uh, at least true. Yeah, that's for sure. I know, but maybe you become. I can see what you're saying. Where some of those people do morph into, oh, I got to be that guy. Yes, that's what I'm. That's what I sense sometimes. I'm not trying to put them down or criticize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just saying sometimes I sense that they have to stump for a movie that's terrible uh, and try to find try to defend it i can't remember what it was one of my during one of the hangouts with my patrons somebody mentioned a movie that bibs was defending and i was like you gotta be kidding me it's an impossible movie to defend but you know we all have our things like jennifer's body was no i don't i wish i could remember what it was i would totally have brought it up for discussion but i don't okay ah it's all right yeah no i don't remember it what about Jennifer's body? You ever see that? That's a, that's a no. Nah, I never saw that. That wasn't that, that wasn't made for me. Johnny Dangerously, maybe a little bit. I I, I don't like that movie. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I didn't see it until it was on Comedy like Central in like the early two thousands, late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, and it was just like I don't. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I was just past that. Had I seen it younger, maybe when I was older, it just at that stage. Yeah. And it was on for a while. I saw Johnny Dangerously quite a few times. Uh, what, what, what did Point Break do? Did that make money? Did that make money? I see, but no way is that a guilty pleasure. Who doesn't like fucking Point Break? They've made uh, a sequel of it. That's how good it is. Well, they made a remake. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, you knew what I fucking meant. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, wow. Easy. Easy. Here's why uh, you're wrong about that last time. <laughs> What about No Holds Barred, man? Did you ever the whole? Oh, I love that movie as a kid. Fucking, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I will never go back to rewatch it. Nope, nope, nope. I want it to stay amazing, and I know it was awful. I just know it was awful because I can visualize certain Super scenes, awful. especially with the Vince McMahon type of character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's cartoonish <laughs> in my memory, like his over the topness, because he has to stack up with Zeus and Hulk Hogan. 
Oh, Hogan's kind of going for an Oscar. I almost want to do a rewatch of this movie. <laughs> Maybe we'll throw it on Patreon, dude. I haven't seen this fucking movie oh, in so long. That would be fun. Uh, yeah, it was made for $8 million and it made $16 million, So it made double its budget. Can't argue that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, I saw it. Yeah, yeah. Parents dragging their kids to this movie. Yeah, the late great Tiny Lister was in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, interesting. David Paymore Paymer is in this. David Paymer is in this. That is hilarious. He's the villain, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, yeah. The Vince McMahon. No, no. The Vince McMahon is Kurt Fuller, isn't he? Or is he the producer? The guy that plays the bad guy in Wayne's World as well. The same guy that does the bad guy. I don't. Hold on. Oh, maybe not. I got to pull it up. Yeah. <laughs> no old smart son. Yeah. Oh, Roadhouse. All this. There's still nah everybody loves Roadhouse. Do they? All right. Yeah, Kurt Fuller. Yeah. yeah he plays the bad guy. Hey, Roadhouse, 15 million budget, 30 million box office. So I mean, if you're gonna give No Holds Bard some shit, Roadhouse made the same had the same thing happen. It just only okay. made double its budget. So But there's a reason that Roadhouse still exists just as a verb in and of itself, or maybe even it's like Smurfy. You could probably describe a situation as a place with Roadhouse and you would know exactly what they were talking about. Whereas if I was like, that's no holds barred, that is utterly meaningless. It means the phrase of no holds barred also was like crazy. Like both sides were going at each other. What does that mean? Right. Whereas right. like, dude, Roadhouse. And you're like, all right, I got you. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I just think the Roadhouse is, permeated more of the pop culture over generations as opposed to no holds barred <laughs> this is hilarious man uh apparently bill murray uh in an interview with anthony bourdain lauded a roadhouse uh, as an unappreciated film with a complex plot uh that has respect among actors in the dude film. i thought you were going to say because <laughs> bill murray has turned down a ton of amazing roles yeah what that he was originally offered the Patrick Swayze. I genuinely, when you started, I was like, look at Bill Murray was, and I was like, did he get offered this too? Like crazy projects people visualize him for. Look, I think Roadhouse has to be considered a guilty pleasure. It was nominated for five Razzies. You don't get nominated for five Razzies and not be in the consideration for a guilty. That was, they created a separate category. Just it was the razzmatazz of the Razzies, and it was the good of the bad. <laughs> yeah, is that what it was? <laughs> yep. So they got nominated for Razzies, but it was the razzmatazz category. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> yeah, brilliant. So that's how. That's you don't oh. need to look that up. <laughs> that's trust me. Verify one source. That's good journalism. <laughs> Just need, don't need, don't need to bother with nope. it. No, you got to move on. You got to believe what? Who else oh. can you trust? Who else can you trust? Oh. This is going to break your heart. Rocky Four was nominated for a Raspberry in 1985. I'm not surprised for worst picture ever. Wow, worst picture yeah. of the year, rather nominated, but did it win? No. no, no. Oh, Year of the Dragon is a guilty pleasure of mine. Nobody talks about that movie. That was Mickey Rourke. Was it 1985? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's chasing down John Lone as the main I, villain who plays Ice. Yeah, Michael Cimino directed this one. So, and Oliver Stone wrote the screenplay with Cimino. Yeah, yeah. This is good. Wow. 
I, I like this movie. I, nobody really talks about it, but I fucking loved this movie. Um, I couldn't tell you anything about it. I know I've seen it, but I want it to come up in the Schmodown as a five pointer and someone not get it. And then me smoke them. Um, all right. Anyway, that was that question. Should we move on to one more? Because we spent yeah. uh, about 20 minutes on that question. <laughs> yes, we did. It sparked good conversation. Thank you, it Lawrence did. Witt. Thank you, Lawrence. Uh, this one's from Matthew Simmons. Oh, okay. And says, hey, guys, uh, I'd like to start by recommending the film Your Name, since neither of you had it on your body swap movies list. I know okay. you both aren't the biggest anime fans, but this is one you should go out of your way for. I think it's a contender for the most uh, beautiful animation in any film, and the score and emotional payoffs are top-notch. Mm. Uh, Dan Merle can vouch for me since he did this on and all my movies. Mm. Springboard, pardon me, springboarding off of that, what is the most beautiful animation you two have seen on screen? Other ones that come to mind are the works of Studio Ghibli, Kubo and the Two Strings, and the first shot of the City of the Dead in Coco as Miguel crosses the bridge. Thanks for the top-tier content. As always, Matt Simmons. Mm. Good questions. Good question. Uh, yeah. Um, <sighs> Matt, I'll let you take this one. I mean, you're the yeah, animation the guy. To mind, you brought up Kubo, but I think yeah. Missing Link, its best attribute is its cinematography, the just the beautiful animation that they've created. They take all these God's eye views, and it just looks gorgeous. The movie is just fine. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought the movie was okay. Yeah. I yeah. I was expect. you know, I like those a lot. So that... That's better than box trolls, but it's probably okay. second to last okay. of theirs for me, at least. Yeah. Uh, but it is it is absolutely stunning to look at. Right. Okay. Uh, I think Fantastic Mister Fox is fantastic animation. Like in its okay. in its quaint simplicity, it is some of the most enjoyable animation I've ever watched. Um, and I know it's stop motion animation, but still counts. Um, and there's so much about that world that he brings to life through the animation that makes it enjoyable to go back to and watch all over again, like over and over again. Mm -hmm. So um, that's a good one. Um, okay. Let's what see. About, what other animation? What about Ghost in the Shell? Um, or Akira? Any of those? Or Akira? As Emma Fife likes to correct me all the time. I saw those in the 90s, late 90s in high school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's been a while. I know I like Ghost in the Shell a lot. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see. Kung Fu Panda 2. Ooh. I love the opening with the shadow yeah. puppetry and then the overall look of Gary Oldman's character as the villain. Uh -huh. I think it's stunning every time when it fans out his feathers and then those turn into weapons. But they have numerous shots. They stage it so beautifully. A lot of the settings, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, medieval China. Type China, China. Oh, yeah. uh, I thought Into the Spider Verse had beautiful animation. Yeah, good right? call for what it was. I oh, it was gorgeous, very gorgeous, right? Yeah, yeah. It looked like a comic book come to life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And all the cool little in certain scenes, especially the one that stood out the most for me was in the uh, subway fight scene type of stuff. Oh where, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as the lights flashing off of cars and whatnot, you could see layering that you see in comic books. You can see right. the overlays they use, and they use them in different parts as well. But yeah. it stuck out quite a bit there. It's like what a what a great, interesting choice. Yeah, so you could point. tell the time and love that they fucking put into that. Yeah, uh, yeah, great call. Um, oh, have you yeah. seen Soul yet? Yeah, I saw Soul, dude. That animation in Soul is stellar, man. 
I know. when they're when they're up I mean just the visual of him when you when he first when what happens to him happens to him and he's out there uh, as a soul the first time and he's looking at where he's headed yeah and when they do the um like the faraway shot of where he's at I just I lost my shit man I just was like this is the most gorgeous yeah. animation I've ever seen yeah um I mean there's tons of Great animation. What about uh, CGI? Fully CGI. I Can know everybody you... loves Jungle Book. Yeah. I can see that yet. Okay. Um, but oh, you mean like Lion animated. King CGI? Or do you mean like that? Well, anything like that. Like, it's still animated. So it's just like, what about these animated characters within? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can easily say Groot and uh, Rocket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanos is stellar. Thanos is stellar. You're right about that. Uh, he looks... Real as can be. That is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean it's ne- well nebula's more makeup. Yeah. So let me see. Uh, yeah, because some of the other yeah. of uh Thanos's crew, the guy that had telekinesis, he looked like a CGI character. Yeah. It looked phenomenal, but Thanos somehow looked real. Yeah. Like just a big huge herculean type of you know human almost yeah uh i'm trying so, to think i think rocket is rocket's a great choice man yeah rocket i couldn't believe they pulled that off it was so okay. believable so believable especially because like you look at the lion king you go that's kind of terrible how do they not get and they look at rocket and you go how the fuck do you not make that technology into the lion king like why is the lion king not as good as rocket is in the Marvel movies. It doesn't make any sense. It's the, literally the same umbrella. They're all under Disney. So what happened here? Between that and the choice of Bradley Whitford doing some, to me, somewhat nebulous East Coast accent. You mean Cooper? Yeah. Or, pardon me, Cooper, sorry. Yeah. Uh, that was the choice. Hearing that beforehand, it's like, yeah, Bradley Cooper, and he's doing like a New Yorky, but kind of yeah. not really type of voice. Like, yeah. Man, Marvel's taking a huge swing here, and you see it, and you're like, "This is I can't believe how many what seemingly weird and interesting choices worked so fantastically well." Yeah, a thousand uh, percent agree with you, man. Um, I think the scene in, in uh, Prince of Egypt. I think Prince when they go through the Red Sea and you see the like the whales. Uh, yeah, the whales with the lightning crashing above and all of that. It's just super incredible, man. Yeah. Um, and even the way they do the hair as it brushes across his face, both I think both him and Ramses, both Moses and Ramses, they're, they're uh, animated. Oh, shit, fuck it. The whole movie is beautifully animated, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun to go back and watch. Yeah, there's... All right, what else we got? There's tons of great animation out there. Yeah. But for its beauty and scope, because you could say a lot of the Pixar's, Okay. Sit down and watch. You can get immersed in the vivid colors and, you know, the transition between all these different adult themes and you get sucked into their world inside out right. within a child's imagination. Uh, and you're so, I mean, you can get connected to animation that it's difficult to like bing bong. Yeah. Oh, God. Find me a character in a live action that you cared that much about. In that short amount of time, Bing Bong went down. And you're like, man, animation can be so good because you f- you connected. Everybody connected with Bing Bong, dude. Devastation, man. Yeah, devastation, dude. Gut punch, and you're like, oh, he's, oh, he's I loved in Soul the uh, 
Picasso like one line drawings for mm. the yeah. yeah consciousness beings whatever they are yeah dude great point absolutely yeah it was it was such an interesting choice it's like okay just oh, you're using an abstract art form to describe an abstract idea it's it's nice tie in yeah interesting it's like good for you yeah yeah fuck it's yeah, that's what yeah. killed me about onward onward did not seem like a pixar movie in the slightest to me no yeah and it's weird how they have these ones that come out and look uh what's his face came out uh pete doctor he is one of the co-runners of pixar and said they're going to start doing three films a year <sighs> possibly and i'm just like hey we're gonna um, get in, we're gonna get in trouble here you know like we're doing more or, or maybe one or two films a year but still that's a you know that's a lot yeah uh, that's a lot and uh and this is all because they want to focus more on disney plus and the streaming service so they want to have more and more content all the time but like that's i think that's dangerous gonna it's a law of diminishing returns man yeah yeah they're prestige animation yeah create you know a pixar light version either rename it or give it a pixar's this and it's like right. a side brand and they can churn out the two three over there and it doesn't affect the overall prestige brand of yeah. pixar, like all pixar event just like yeah. there's marvel tv shows and marvel you know movies and star wars yeah exactly yeah, they can't prove to be better. I just think it's dangerous. Dangerous, man. Because I mean, I'm you know, so, you're just gonna. Yeah, I don't know. You're just gonna how, dilute how the many, product. You can dilute the product, man. Let's let's close out here. I'll ask okay. a question. Okay, but it's a spoiler-filled question about Wandavision. All right. So this is gonna close out. So if you just want to hear end here, go right ahead. I don't know how long we'll go. Thank you so uh, much for listening. Yes. yes. Have we'll you seen it. more than the first two? Yes. Okay. At what point does this break? Next episode. Okay. Because they're asking a lot for casual fans to buy in over two episodes so far. Yeah. Well, if you're a casual fan, why are you watching this? I don't think this is for you if you're a casual Because we're fan. all sitting at home. Yeah, that's fair. And they but can you're not a new- casual fan, Matt. You've seen all these films. Yeah, I know. But the little subtle nods of the Hydra on the watch and like, okay, that's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. giving crumbs. I know where this is going. But if the average person is just like they've seen one or two Marvel, yeah, how is this helping you hook in? It, that was my only. It was like because Catherine's like, does this get better? And it, I'm like, it had it, it, trust. Let's yeah. extend them the trust of. Yeah, because she's she's processing the loss of vision. So it's going to be her journey through the season of what it's going to lead to. And, you know, we did a breakdown on on Geek Buddies with Emma Fife, and uh, we tore through it uh, beat by beat all the first two episodes. You know, it was like an hour and a half of a review breaking down all the things they're connecting to. Uh, possibly, right? We, who knows? They, they're, they're the only people who knows. So, but we just kind of broke it all down and what we think it might be leading to, what it might be alluding to, and what have you. Yeah. And don't forget that Doctor Strange is attached to this because they said, Feige said, that this is going to lead into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, it's all in the world. Exactly. So it's going to connect in some way. So just, yeah, I would say that. But in the, in the third episode is when it really starts to kind of spread its yeah. wings That's a little bit. Is, yeah. yeah. That's all I'm going to say. It's like yeah. when... Yeah. when because it doesn't bother me, but I'm also watching with her, so I want her to enjoy it. Yeah, of course, of course. Because uh, it's just a new TV show. Yeah. Still need to start, uh, what is it, Lupin. 
Yeah, are you gonna? We've go, we've been going back and forth on that one because I'm like, do I really want to see a French show about a dude stealing? But this is a legendary story, right? It's been around yeah, for a while. It really comes out to us. We'll turn on the TV and like start having our dinner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't want to have to read subtitles while I'm eating, type of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't because you're looking down, and if you you can miss just the one sentence, and that was kind of the key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has happened. Like that's just a bigger pain in the ass than it's worth. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's how we approach those Icelandic murder murder mystery shows or cop shows. That we go, okay, are we in the mood to start this? Because we can't do our normal thing. Because sometimes we'll watch a show and we'll both be on opposite couches, you know, and she'll be on her phone, I'll be on my phone, and yeah. she's like playing her app. I'm doing my crossword puzzles, but we're watching the show. And we're communicating with each other during the show, but when you're when you're watching some show with subtitles, you can't fucking do that. You got to be focused on no. what's happening. Like we watched Young Wallander, and that was like you couldn't take your eyes off that because you had to watch all the the exchanges in okay. in Swedish, which was good. I liked it. it. wasn't great, but I liked it. Um, that's the thing. But I that's, want it to be better than just good. If I'm yeah. best, it's it's adding. It's great because when you buy in, it makes it all the more immersive. You feel yeah. like you're part of the story on some level. Yeah. Uh, but if it's just good, it's just like, man, this is a lot. Hmm. All right, let's go. Yeah. We finished uh, Atlanta the other day. That's fucking stellar. Yeah. We're going to start that. Oh. Uh, just you wait, man. There's an episode in that second season is like fucking insane. Um, but yeah, the... Uh, um, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else. Oh yeah, we finished the uh, Night Stalker four episode. Yeah, we that. that was that was good. It wasn't great, but it was good. It was good. Um, and then we'll see. I mean, Lupin. Yeah, we've been kicking it around. So I'm curious to hear what you think if you guys start it. Uh, yeah, I'll let you know. We've been okay. for two weeks now or a week now going. Yeah. Lupin. <laughs> uh, maybe not tonight. Maybe I'm tired. I haven't slept yeah. well. Maybe not tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway uh, anyway yeah we're at 34 minutes let's wrap this up thank you all so much for listening to this episode of topic thunder or watching this episode of topic thunder we can't tell you how much we appreciate it for sure uh you know if you want to send in your stuff to us send in your questions thoughts comments you can see sometimes we'll do four questions sometimes it's just two questions as, as this episode sometimes it's one question it just depends on where the question takes us and sends us so thank you to the two people who got their questions asked today we really appreciate it uh mm-hmm. and if you want to be part of the mix hey this is the time it's a new year it's 2021 Come be a part of the top 10 Patreon. Come support us for God's sakes. www.patreon.com slash the top 10, the number 10 there, mm-hmm. $5 and above. And you get Five to send above. in questions, right? Send write it down. Exactly. Write it down. Write it down. $5. The cost of a Starbucks on a Tuesday morning, you can have an entire month of extra content and you get to send in your questions to us to have and be a part of our show, which is great. Uh, all I could think of was the after the cost of the Starbucks, mm. then there's just some backup dancers that come in. You don't need that Starbucks. You know what I mean? We could turn this into like a weird James Brown type of soul calling <laughs> between you and the ladies. Uh, but yeah, please join us over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. We would appreciate it. And yep. we thank all our patrons that support us. It means the world. And uh, I, boom. Yeah, there you go. Follow Matt at Matt Nost. Follow me at The Roka Says. And listen to our main show 
Uh, we're going to be dropping some information for people. Or did you listen to the main show already? We dropped some yeah. information. Remember that information. Uh, and uh, if you haven't listened to our main show yet, go back and listen to it from this week, and you'll hear the big announcements that we've got coming up for uh, you and for our patrons as well. So, All right. Uh, we'll talk to you next time on another brand-new episode of Topic Thunder.